hosting for Two Blokes Talking Tech. Proudly provided by Web Central. Now, it's time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. For my about technology. Fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two blokes talking tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And thanks for listening, thanks for downloading Two Blokes Talking Tech episode 81. Thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au for all your home and business networking and connectivity. And this is Two Blokes Talking Apple with the uh, live announcement just moments ago from Apple in San Francisco of the iPhone 5. Joining me each and every week is Stephen Fennick, the other bloke talking tech from techguide.com.au. G'day, mate. Good morning, Trevor. Quite a morning. We've been up very early uh, and exciting times for people anticipating the iPhone 5. A lot of coffee and Red Bull being uh, consumed (laughs) at this hour of the morning. So without uh, any further ado, we'll get cracking straight into it. So, mate, I mean, in the end, um, I mean, a really simple summary here is it's what you expected, in many ways, because we've seen this device uh, leaked, you know, in terms of the, the form factor, you know, it is obviously a, a thinner, lighter, faster device. Um, you know, it's it's not an unexpected device in that sense, but it's still an exciting launch because it does confirm a lot of the things that we had hoped. So, I mean, the, the first thing that they do at these events is run through stats and things, and they showed some beautiful new Apple stores. But some really interesting um, um, numbers uh, before we talk about the iPhone itself. You know, iPad market share, 62% last year, 68% this year, 91% of all web traffic from tablets comes from iPads. It's a pretty compelling argument towards the iPad in terms of market share. I think my my favorite stat was the fact that uh, through till June this year, they've now crossed the 400 million mark for iOS devices that have been sold. That's quite a a number. 700,000 apps in the App Store, 250,000 iPad apps. It's uh, These are compelling things that, that, that Android can't talk about and uh, and no individual other, other device manufacturer could put stats like this up. Um, other than, I, I would suggest Samsung might be able to throw some stat up that says their share of the Android market would be enormous. Oh, of course. And uh, I, I read the other day that I think the Galaxy S3 has now t- t- crossed the 20 million mark in sales as well. Yeah. So look, then they, they, they did jump, I thought, quite quickly into the iPhone um, 5. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim Cook introduced Phil Schiller and uh, Audi came and, and showed, it was very interesting because the phone uh, emerged from the, from the, from the stage. It, uh, yeah, so it rose up. dramatic, wasn't it? And uh, it was just this tiny little dot on the, on the, on the stage <laughs> because there was no big photo of it. It was very, very cunningly done, just a little device sitting there. And then up came the photo. And, you know, key features, um, thinner, 18% thinner, uh, 20% lighter. Those two things alone are really, really important for yeah, this device. I think, yeah, the, the thing we're all looking at, Trevor, I think was the screen. Uh, yeah, and as anticipated, four-inch screen. But mm-hmm. what I liked about that was how 
they justified it being only a four inch screen. As we know, the Galaxy yep. S3, other devices got 4.8, you know, the Galaxy Note 5.5. They're massive screens out there. But I, I liked how they justified the size uh, by, and, and I think we had this discussion in the past. It's all about Correct. the old thumb radius, you know, how, how hard you can, how hard it is to use with one hand. So that's, mm-hmm. I think that's the reason why it's no, no wider than before, but taller. And essentially that is their way of saying we will not be making our phones any wider than this because they I'm I'm holding my iPhone in my hand right now on Twitter and I can do everything on the screen you know from left to right with with one thumb moving around I, I actually thinking about the height I can probably also get to the full height of that screen and that's what they're saying essentially is with your big phones I think uh, they're just saying that bigger is not always better Trevor That's exactly right and I agree with that wholeheartedly by the way um <laughs> it's it's really it's it's an interesting thing because because basically what they're saying here is that that's the width we're going to we're going to run with we're going to give you this extra extra tall screen now here's my problem um, it is bigger it's 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 a nice looking screen all those different things it's an extra row of icons yay i guess um, <laughs> but there was very few justifications for the for the new height other than it was a new height yeah on landscape mode, you can now see five days of your diary. Um, you yeah. can see I think more for movies emails. too. Movies will look pretty nice. That was on the it best as well. thing. Sort of that sixteen by nine aspect ratio, perfect for a movie. I would argue most, the majority of people don't watch sixteen by nine movies on their iPhone. Well, maybe they'll start now, Trevor. Maybe they will. But that it was interesting to me that 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 wasn't there was no huge justification. You know what made me think? It made me think that it's not actually about the screen. It's actually about what they can fit inside yeah. and go for that lighter. So for this thing to be thinner, so it's only seven point six mil or something like that. Yes. This is this is a super thin device, and what that allows them to do with the extra extra real estate up top is basically cram more in. So the battery is phenomenally better when you consider that it's now got all these new features and the bigger screen to power because every pixel on the screen takes battery life so absolutely yeah i think um the the battery i think they quoted at 10 hours wi-fi eight hours 4g lte which we'll discuss uh very happy to say that it's going to be 4g here in australia but um i think that's about it puts it about the same battery life doesn't it or maybe slightly better than the iphone 4s they're they're Um, saying slightly better yeah yeah, but uh, in terms of the design, I'm very impressed by. Uh, we, we were impressed when we saw the Galaxy S3, which was eight eight point six mil uh, thick. Yep, seven point six. Boy, that's that's really getting down there now, isn't it? It's it so is thin and light now. It's uh, I think it's that's eighteen percent thinner than the previous model, and it, the new iPhone, the iPhone five, we can officially call it, is uh, one hundred and twelve grams, which is lighter as well. well. Let me tell you, I know I'm being picky, but when they showed the video at the end, you know where they got Johnny Ive and all those people. Yeah. They actually had 114 grams written in the video. So very, and I actually wrote this on EFTM. I wrote, you know, that's 112 grams or 114 if you believe the video. What's, but what's two grams between friends? Well, here's the interesting thing. So I've I've dug around now. The Samsung Galaxy S3, which is a nice and very light phone, is 133 grams. Okay, but it's a big phone. Yep. The phone I think that's the benchmark for lightness is actually the Samsung Galaxy S2. Do you remember when that came out and we went, Jesus, this is Yeah, light. we thought there wasn't a battery in it. Yeah. You remember that? 116 grams. Wow. So that's leaving there. So the iPhone, whether it's 114 or 112, it's, it's lighter. still lighter than that. And so don't you think that is that is a kind of a benchmarking kind of exercise that they've gone, you know what? In terms of size, the Galaxy S3 was a bigger screen, but it, sorry, Galaxy S2, slightly bigger screen, but it was still, you know, the same general form factor. Yeah. It wasn't this huge thing. And so honestly, for the iPhone 5 to be that light, I reckon this is the sleeper story. I reckon the next week people will be like, yeah, it's a hype, da, 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 da. But it's next week when people get this thing in their hand 
man, the, the people will go, wow. That's always the case with Apple products. Well, they look pretty red. They look pretty hot when they're announced and everyone's excited, but uh, that's always the case. You get it in your hand and that, that's, that last, that's why Apple stores are so popular. The people get the, in the store, they hold it in their hand, and the purchasing decision's made on the spot. Exactly. Think, I'm exactly. Get this. So uh, I, yeah, I, you're right. I think that the, the weight of this thing being 20% lighter, despite the fact that it's taller and more components and all those kind of things, is an absolute. And, and you know, Tim Cook said this at the end, you know, that it's a credit to the Apple employees and the heart. But it is. I mean, you've got to. Absolutely. Uh, can you imagine how hard it must be to make the smallest things in the world, in terms of those little micro components inside, even smaller? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, they were driven by, well, Tim Cook's previous boss, Mr. Jobs, uh, I think he was a sort of guy who never took no for an answer. Mm. I think uh, he never let the engineers run the show. He let the designers run the show. So he, rather than sort of the engineers telling him what, what they can give him, he told the engineers what he wanted. And I think this is case in point with, this is obviously part of the roadmap left behind by the late Mr. Jobs. Yep. But, um, mate, I think we should move on to the elephant in the room, Trevor. And that's 4G. Mate, Thankfully, it's a beautiful, beautiful it's elephant. It's going to be 4G. And I really, I, I did a little cheer here at home when I was watching the live <laughs> streams, when I saw the little map of Australia, when they were talking about LTE 4G and the little map of Australia with Telstra, Optus and Virgin Mobile on the map there. Don't know what Vodafone are going to do, but anyway, that's another story. But don't you think that's, that's to me, the best news of this phone is that it's 4G? Well, we spoke about this last week, and I said very clearly, I cannot imagine that Apple won't have engineered their lives away to make a single chip that will do the world band um, 4G LTE Absolutely. because I think the- that was critical. I think we did mention that last week that there, there's all these. Like I think we spoke about. Uh, I've written stories on Tech Guide about Nokia's new phones, Motorola's new phones, Samsung Galaxy Three 4G, the Galaxy Note Two will probably be 4G. So it's a 4G world, and I think Apple thankfully have done this. They would have looked uh, really out of place without 4G, mm-hmm. but uh, thankfully. They've come to the party, Trevor. I, th- I think the, it also, you know, was hinted to by Telstra's sixty-six percent, you know, network expansion to to sixty-six percent of the country because what Telstra would invest that kind of money if there wasn't, you know, real weight behind this network. So, well, can I uh, let me ask you a question now? Four mm. G. Now, Telstra, obviously, you mentioned they've done a lot with 4G. Obviously, got a wider network. Optus yep. have just just ticked, ticked, uh, clicked the uh, 4G network on. Hmm. Now, Telstra traditionally have higher prices in terms of plans and everything like that. Hmm. Do you think that customers will maybe take a bit of a hit on the price, maybe go a slightly more expensive uh, plan, to go Telstra 4G with the iPhone 5. Yeah, I do. I think, and I wrote this this morning, and this this is my thing for the day, essentially, is I think that what will happen here over the next week is we will see Telstra claim network size, network speed, and, and that's how it'll go to market. Optus that, will. Yeah. Optus I think will, Optus are, they traditionally try to own the iPhone with really great value plans. And that, so, so they'll compete yeah. with Telstra on network speed, 4G, and price. And then Vodafone have only got one option, that is to smash the price of this thing out of the ballpark so that people go, you know what, I love 4G, but oh, that's such a good price. Yeah, but think about this, though, for Vodafone, right? Vodafone's network will hopefully, will 4G network will be up and running next year, right? Hmm. So people sign up for a very good value two-year plan you know, on September 21 when yeah. it's released, yeah. and they'll think, well, I'm going to wait for 4G. Oh, It'll yeah. be 4G next year. Yeah. And same with Optus customers. I think, well, Optus is going to go wider. I think three, 4G for Optus is Sydney, Newcastle, Perth at the moment, which will expand, I think, in early 2013. Mm. 
So I think Optus customers, they're going to be tempted by these really great plans and think, well, you know what? Down the track, I'm going to get 4G anyway. Do I pay more money now for 4G with Telstra? Yeah. Or do I – and pay that for two years? Or do I wait till January or you know, pay get a cheaper plan now, wait till January when 4G goes, goes big on Optus? I think there's going to be a lot of people uh, tossing up those sort of uh, those sort of things before they make their decision. Well, I think um, I think Vodafone will struggle to sell a network they don't even have, considering how hard it is they to, to sell their existing network. Yeah. Um, so, so, funny enough, though, you should mention Vodafone. I got an email yesterday from um, a representative of Vodafone or their PR company saying, "Oh, look, uh, just let us know if there's any the, any interviews you want to do tomorrow around the iPhone five with They've people." Been, yes. I said, "Look, I've had the tell me the price and the plans, and I'll have yeah. a chat." But uh, I, I had the exact same thing. Of of all people, um, Vodafone have been most proactive um, in yeah. terms of wanting to talk about the iPhone five before it's even um, announced. So, so very interesting stuff. I mean, so so look, the bottom line there, wrapping up the four G thing is um, this is a win for, for Australian consumers. Um, Australia, part of the consideration, globally LTE availability, um, Optus, Virgin, which is an Optus network, and Telstra, 4G availability, the iPhone. And this is the thing that, that puts them in the ballpark now because if they didn't have 4G, as Stephen said, they wouldn't be able to compete with the big boys. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. So the other big thing uh, that was uh, hinted and rumoured and concerned was the smaller dock connector, and that was oh, confirmed yeah. today, and they're calling this thing the lightning um, connector. Um, that makes sense because the one on the computer is called Thunderbolt. So yeah. the, you can see a theme here, can't you, Trevor? It's like the Cars movie, Thunder always comes after lightning. Um, <laughs> oh, the kids will like it. Mate, it's awesome. This is going to be the lightning McQueen of phones. Um, look, it's, <laughs> it's interesting, and, and the, look, I'll say this straight up. As predicted... There's a, there's there's an adapter, okay? So everyone just of relax. Of course, Apple they have to sell I mean, you something else apart from a phone. Well, yeah, exactly. It'd be interesting to see how much that thing costs because you know some people will have to will want to buy. Oh, it'll be thirty five. It'll be a thirty four ninety five job at the Apple store. You reckon? Um, or I'm, maybe twenty nine ninety five. No, I reckon twenty. I reckon nineteen ninety five. Twenty four ninety five, maybe nineteen ninety five. I reckon. Uh, I don't reckon it'll be that cheap, but anyway, I hope you're right. But, um, <laughs> what I did find interesting, though, we all knew that uh, was probably the worst kept secret, I think, of the whole thing—the smaller dock connector. Hmm. But what I did find interesting was that on the on during the uh, presentation, they did announce that Bose and JBL and all these other major companies that provide dock uh, products for iPhone hmm. have actually been working on their new products. So I reckon expect something from these companies within weeks. Oh, yeah. They must have got a heads up under the tightest NDA ever signed in the history of the world. (laughs) So I think uh, expect some stuff. And and as you know, I'm a big Bose fan. So if they come up with a decent product uh, in the next week or so, next few weeks, I think uh, that's going to be exciting. I think that that's – I think what this confirms is, again, what we spoke about. Um, This is not about your docks. This is about your charging. You know, it's a simple way to charge. And the best thing about this thing is it's reversible. So it doesn't matter how you insert it. It works, which you can't say about the old dock you can't say about usb micro um, bloody connectors on most phones yeah. so it's a very that in itself is innovative but what they didn't notice to what i didn't hear i don't know whether you heard anything was it's called lightning right mm. so does that mean it charges up faster, faster and yeah. gives a faster data transfer or is it just, that's just a fancy name for it i think it's a fancy name because in the uh-huh. end um that they don't want remember it's, it's only a charger. It does everything else. Well, but, why call but, it lightning if it's not fast? Well, from Apple's point of view, it's about having a name. I mean, let's, I we'll talk about this later, but why would you call bloody headphones? Ear, ear, ear pods or whatever they're called. Ear pods, yeah, I know. But the, the thing, thing about this is, remember, that they don't want people docking phones. They want people wirelessly airplaying 
audio. Yeah, so, true. They, that, actually, they did make a point of that. And, and you yeah. look at all the latest products that are out now, whether they're Bluetooth compatible, AirPlay. I don't think people actually want to have their device connected to a product. No. They want to have it in their hand. Well, why would you want to, you know, relinquish your phone for, you know, 10 minutes uh, just to have it, you know, playing music? It just doesn't yeah, make sense. So people might want to break from the phone, Trevor, just to hear the tunes. But no, I'm hearing you. you. You would want it in your hand to read, you know, your Facebook updates, your tweets and whatever you need mm, to do. Mm, yeah. So that's where we're at with, with the dock connector. I think, um, I think it was obvious and uh, it will be the one thing that people report in terms of potentially being a negative, but I think that'll disappear reasonably quickly. Interestingly, though, the, the headphone jack, I don't think we got a good look to see yeah, whether well, that thing... Was it at the bottom or not? I, I didn't get a good look. Yeah. So, have we got confirmation of where that thing I'm is? Looking, I'm looking, as we speak now, Apple have actually posted the official images yeah, uh, from, the from uh, of the new device. I can't see it. I can't see it on the bottom either. I can see plenty on top and around and everything, but mm. I can't see a good view of the bottom. So, that'll be an interesting one because I think that would be a really crazy... Actually, hold the phone, Trevor. You found it? I have found it. It is on the bottom. Yeah, right. Yeah, and, and what I like too, just going back to the design... Mm. Uh, they seem to have sort of gone away from the consistent sort of glass rear panel. Yeah. The front looks almost the same. Great news. The back, though, is quite different. It's got that anodized aluminium strip Given that's, sort of the, that's the same height. It sort of creates a, a, an alignment with the front of the screen. Given the couple hundred bucks I've spent on replacing my wife's uh, front and back of her iPhone, <laughs> um, I'm happy to halve Quite that. A case, Trevor. Oh, mate, seriously, we replaced it last time, and they put it in a special case, and it still smashed itself. So, oh. yeah, I'm, I'm over that. So I'm happy to see an aluminium brushed, brushed back on the thing. I think that's. I think it actually actually looks bloody good on the back, and that's, you know, hello, Johnny the, Ive. Uh, the headphone, yes, to confirm, the headphone jack is on the bottom. Looking at with the screen, uh, looking at it with the screen, it's on the bottom left-hand side of the device. Right, yeah. All right, well, there you go. Dock connector, don't just everyone just relax. It's not the end of the world, but, um, you know, there, there will be a lot of publicity around that over the next few days. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long. Man, it's all thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au. Connecting with innovation, and the one thing they do is connect devices to your home network. And, and you know, with the iPhone 5, um, sure, you can get super fast 4G out in the worldwide, but uh, what about when you're at home and you've got a great internet connection at home, whether it's cable or broadband, whatever it is, and, uh, and you want to connect your iPhone to that network? You've got to have Wi-Fi. You've got to have the best um, connection. And... Netgear allows that through their routers and uh, they, also the fantastic thing that they've got in, integrated into your devices like the iPhone are uh, the Netgear Genie app, which allows you to control your network and actually push content from one device to another for the best network connectivity in your home or small business. The people to trust are Netgear and you can read their full range of products and have a good look around at netgear.com.au. Um, available at all good retailers. If you want to connect your iPhone 5 to your home network, the best thing to do is have Netgear behind you. Netgear.com.au. They talked a lot about the camera today. Um, you know, again, Im- improvements, increases, and I, I, I got I got the sense of the front-facing camera is a lot better now as well, which is a really good thing because it is a shocking camera to take. Shall we call them selfies? Uh, Self- yes. You know, it's 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 a shocking camera in that sense, especially in low light. So hopefully, it's got a bit of a better thing there. But the big thing I took out of the camera was the panorama mode. 
Oh yeah, that looks awesome. I think uh, that that's a feature normally found on dedicated digital cameras. All your latest cameras yeah, have that. Yeah. I, I haven't. I don't know. Does the Galaxy S three have that mode? I think it does. No, it has a panorama I, I, mode. I don't remember it, but I remember it being yeah, in, in the S two. But what, so, yeah. what impressed me with that feature with that Apple announced was the resulting image. Like you know, you do your panoramic oh. um, sweep shot. Yeah. The resulting image is twenty eight megapixels. <laughs> so how does that work? Oh man, it's Out massive. Of an eight megapixel camera. That's amazing. But uh, another thing they touched on was the fact that, don't forget, they've got two millimeters less room in this thing. Mm. So they had to redesign the camera. And having optics uh, in a thin device is a challenge. So they've got a new five-element lens so they can fit uh, into the much thinner the housing. Uh, and also it's supported too. We should also mention the processor, the new A6 processor, which has got a built-in image processor to help that along as well. But, of course... The A6 will also help with the general speed. I think they've set up to twice as fast and the graphics processor with twice as much power as well. Yeah, I mean, look, the, the, that's, that's the next thing about this thing is, is the processor. They've thrown in the, what are they calling it now, A6, uh, A6 super, yep. super fast. Um, you know, two times improvement on something like loading up the Pages app. Now, Pages app is a pretty full-on app, so mm. you're not going to get two times improvement on everything, but you, know, you are certainly going to get some serious extra speed, and I think you'll see it most in launching apps and stuff. A lot of people don't really see processor speed yeah. anywhere other than that. But they did bring out um, uh, the boss, the old boss of Firemint, uh, who, who obviously now am absorbed into EA to, to demonstrate Real Racing An 3. An Australian gentleman, we should yes. mention too. Yeah, Real Racing 3, which, you know, takes advantage of the A6 because the graphics in that were, were pretty impressive to see, Absolutely. you know, the, the shadows and, and the glare and things, which are the kind of things that you can do with better graphics. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's, that's where we're going to see, again, uh, a super improvement because of that, um, you know, A6 process. Absolutely. I think, too, just on the apps as well, like now with, with a, a larger screen, uh, I think they did mention the fact that obviously the Apple native apps like, you know, Word and, and uh, sorry, Pages, uh, Numbers and all the native Apple apps mm. will uh, be automatically resized to the new screen. Mm. I think older apps uh, that are letterbox. normally for the 3.5 are going to be in like a, a – they're going to be in a letterbox yep. kind of fitting. And, <laughs> but apparently the the, the – uh, to upgrade it for developers is actually quite an easy task. So I think expect a uh, a lot of updates once this new phone hits the market uh, in your, in the app store. Yeah, you can expect essentially you know that little icon that comes up and says you've got you know fifteen you've got updates. Seven updates. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad I've I'm glad I've deleted most of my apps because I won't have to download too many. But <laughs> but I, then I, and I again we we predicted that would be how it would have to work with the pillar box because they would not allow. I mean I wouldn't want my app to stretch. That's no. the worst thing that could happen. Um, but you know. I don't, and I, I guess I'm, oh, people aren't unfamiliar with the letterbox format, given how widescreen television was introduced to Australia, you know, in the four by three era. So it's not unfamiliar. It'd be interesting to see, you know, the the time and the battery and everything. It's going to stay at the top, and then you'll have this black space. So interesting to see how that works with some apps. Yeah, I agree. But just on the apps, though, and how often do we get asked the question by we talk about apps uh, that are released first on iOS? Uh, and that's because developers have they got there's a finite thing that they have to contend with. So they know the size of the iPhone screen, yeah. they know the resolution, they know everything. Um, and now with this new app size, that, that's why Android is harder to develop for because there's so many different screen sizes, so many different resolutions, and it's it's quite a harder task to develop for the for Android. But now um, Apple have got their own little adjustment to make. Mm. Now only a minor adjustment. But uh, it'd be interesting to see how developers embrace that. Obviously, the latest versions are going to want to be uh, seen on this latest iPhone 5. Oh, no, absolutely. But remember, that is a third 
you know, screen size. You've got the iPhone. You've got now got the new iPhone, iPhone 5 resolution. Then you've got iPad resolution. So there is, you know, it is an extra complexity. And, and they, they still have to develop for the smaller screen because on your, on your iPhone 4, which is now going to be, you know, cheapest chips and the 4S, you know, they don't have this huge screen. So apps still have to be made and there's an extra screen there. So that's a kind of a little mini win against Absolutely. Apple for, for the but, Android uh, stuff. I think, Trevor, why don't we maybe talk about what's not on the iPhone yes. 5? Yes. And mainly, namely for me, uh, I think it's NFC. Uh, Near-field communication has been a a feature on many other smartphones, but funny enough, Apple uh, decided to not include it on the iPhone 5. Yeah, I think it's a big loss for for the iPhone 5. It it is on a lot of devices. It was on the BlackBerry Bold 9900. It's on the Galaxy S3. It's on a lot of devices. Now, yes, it's not in use on a lot of devices, and I think that's the biggest problem with NFC, but... We are so now familiar with PayPass and Type Tap and Go and all these payment systems that, you know, I saw a really good opportunity here for Apple. And frankly, this is going to be the 12-month away discussion. Apple will revolutionize mobile payments in 12 months. Yeah, the next iPhone... It's funny how that happens, isn't it? Like, Apple, they, they wave their magic wand over a feature like that and they totally change the industry. I, 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 you've hit the nail on the head there. I think they've got something really special plan for that but um just as you were speaking then uh the official email from apple has actually come into my inbox about the iphone 5 and also the pricing 7.99 is a pretty nice that's pretty good yeah and uh 8.99 32 and 9.99 for the 64 gigs so i think uh there may be a few people lining up next week for on september 21 by the way which is when it's that's friday week so uh i think you're going to see plenty of people lining up to get this device and buy it outright, I think there's a maybe you're having a plan, uh, maybe a thing of the past for some Apple users. There's going to be a huge line to buy this outright next. I've week. had a good um, groundswell of support for you know non-contract um, carriers like you know uh, Amazim, Red Bull, whatever it is, and I think people are starting to understand that you know what, if you save your pennies, you know, eight hundred bucks is a lot of money. I accept that. But, you know, if you save your pennies and spend $800 on a phone, you will you will reap the benefits of being able to muck around and shop around and, and actually drive really good deals on your on your price. So very interesting to see how, how that happens. And interestingly, too, you can buy the iPhone 4 for 449 bucks. Yeah, that's the new price of the iPhone 4. That's the 4, 4 not right. the 4S, yes, is the it? The 4S is 679 yeah. So, you know, there's a there's a nice price point now for, for Apple across the range. Um, you know, buying for the youngsters, a $449 phone is a lot of money, but, um, you know, that's and what's happening out there. And the iPhone 3G, I'm assuming, is now going to be phased out. I reckon that's a goner. I think yeah. that's that's almost almost guaranteed now. Well, I'm, while you're, I'm on the Apple website right now, and I'm clicking on the store, and I'm clicking on iPhone, and iPhone 3G is nowhere to be seen. All right. Um, just quickly uh, wrapping up on the iPhone. Yet yeah, disappointing. There's no NFC. And as I said, next year I think they'll revolutionise mobile payments. That'll be the big thing next year. Will be tap and go mobile payments. I reckon Passbook is a great initiative, and Passbook is the first step towards an Apple Wallet where all your payments will be. So that's interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm surprised that something wasn't done because we've got to also mention iOS six. Yeah. Now iOS six is part of the new iPhone, and it will be available to download for other iPhone users on September the nineteenth, which is next Wednesday. Mm. Um, they, they've got a, they've made a big deal about the passbook on on the iPhone five, which is stores all your the vir, your virtual uh, boarding passes and tickets and things like that. I thought NFC would have fitted nicely into that somehow with um, keeping all those virtual items in one place. But anyway, maybe would, next year. Would have done, could have done, should have done, didn't. Do you like stalking tech? 
You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Now, mate, we've only got a couple of minutes left, but the one thing we have to wrap up here with is, is the iPod range. They have, yeah. uh, they've done a great job here with the iPod. Now, the iPods are stupidly popular with kids um, because, you know, parents are happy for them to have apps and stuff, but they don't want them to have phones or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, the iPod Touch was, was aging a bit, that Chrome look, but what they've done is introduced an iPod Touch that we'll start with very quickly, which is, is a brushed aluminium, but it's coloured, so they've got black, blue, uh, yeah. white, uh, grey, red, you know, greeny, yellow. It's it's a bloody good looking range. Um, and it's only it's only six point one millimeters thick, and it's like eighty eight. They should grams. call it the iPod wafer. Yeah, it's yeah. eighty eight grams. It's tiny. It's unreal. And the Nano too. The Nano's had a nice uh, nice overhaul too. Two point five inch screen, multi touch screen mm. with a home button. So it's it's like an iPod Touch Junior, I think they should have called it, and but they'll still call it the Nano. It's also, also available in a range of colours too. It also it, looks and they've got the lightning connector too. It looks it's, to me like um, it's running iOS uh, Mini. You know? <laughs> it's, it's this little it's and there's a there's a great Twitter account already been created, something like um at nano icons or something, and it's you know, complaining about how nano icons, you know, uh, are rounded. You know, we feel yeah. we feel disadvantaged because we we're round. We should mention too the iPod Touch, the new Touch uh, has the same screen and display as the iPhone five, so it's the four inch, uh, yes. same Retina display as the uh, the iPhone five. So iPod Shuffle uh, is is the same looking thing, but in multiple colors, fifty five dollars. Um, the the iPod Nano is one hundred and sixty nine dollars. These are Australian prices. Yeah. Um, and the- I'm going to miss the. Uh, I wonder if they're going to still sell the little square uh, iPod Nano. I, I quite like wearing that as a watch when no. I run. I don't, uh, that's an I wonder if that's going to still be there. I think, I think it's gone, mate. I can't see it on the website. Um, oh, no. uh, the iPod Touch is uh, starting at three twenty nine. Um, that's 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 an expensive. To be honest, that's a big price. I reckon three twenty nine. You, you should be able to get an iPod Touch for about two sixty eight, two seventy. So the biggest yeah, screen, the colours, there's, it goes up to sixty four gig like the phone. Uh, yeah. So it's sixteen thirty two and sixty four, isn't it? Uh, yes. It's, they've still got the old iPod Touch, by the way, haven't they? The, the regular um, iPod Touch fourth yes. generation, fourth is still generation there, is two hundred gen is still there. That starts from three twenty nine. Two hundred nineteen dollars for the old uh, fourth generation, which is a nice price. So, and the other cool thing, just quickly about the the iPod Touch is they've they've built in a little pop up um, silver button on the back, which um, allows you to put a uh, a wristband holder in there, which is very popular in in Asian countries. Honest, they yeah, have those little... well, I'm surprised they didn't do that on the iPhone. Maybe the Korean and Japanese versions may have that. Maybe I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it entirely. But uh, but uh, yeah, another another big one there. I think the iPod um, Nano and, and Touch range will be the the sleeper here. That um, you'll start seeing those colours everywhere because it's a pretty awesome looking thing. Uh, they're not out till October, I understand. Is that right, Trevor? Now, the uh, uh, iPod new Nanos, iPods, but yeah. uh, the iPhone we should uh, mention for our listeners September the twenty first. So get get queuing outside Apple stores today. All right, minutes ago, let's wrap it up. Um, you know, simple thing here is we've got the iPhone 5, that's official. Available next week, that's official, September 21. Um, pre-orders from tomorrow, um, which is which is exciting. Um, telco pricing will come out later this morning or later today, probably, because I don't think they'll wait much longer than that. Stephen, your, your, your favourite thing about the iPhone 5? 
Oh, definitely 4G. I'm I'm uh, I'm glad about that. My next favorite thing is the larger screen. Yeah, I think I think I'm going to go 4G as well. Um, I think I think I'm I'm most excited about the weight. I'm really excited. This thing is going to be a super. I know light. that's a very sensitive issue for you, Trevor. The weight <laughs> of things, but uh, I'm glad they've accommodated you this time. Size and weight. I'm very sensitive about size and weight. Okay, Just, let's not talk about it. Okay. Um, the iPhone 5 available next week, and uh, iOS is available on the 19th. iOS 6. Uh, the the iPod. Uh, Nano is available in October. iTunes, we'll talk about that next week. Is, is being fully updated. Won't be available until October as well. So there's a lot happening at Apple. Um, two blokes talking Apple is uh, is what we like to call this one every, every now and then. But most importantly, you can read the uh, the full wrap of everything happening with the Apple devices at techguide.com.au. Stephen's written it up already. You can read it all there. Stephen, uh, we'll talk again next week for episode 82 when we'll probably have a bit of the wash-up, bit of the pricing, um, and we'll talk about a whole stack of other great things happening in tech. No worries. Looking forward to it. 